Hello there, Dr. Bill Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of four books, host of two PBS specials, here today to bring you another tip on how to help you create the life you want, how to bring more clarity, confidence, and creativity into everything you do. Today I want to look at the subject of the past, the present, the future, how we think about it, how it serves us, how it helps us or hinders us in creating the life we want. And of course, everybody out there says, listen, you need to really kind of stay in the present moment. It's the only time you can do anything about anything. So many people have a tendency to feel guilty or bad about the past, feel anxious or worried about the future, and it, in, and it kind of colors their present moment in a way that really screws up their life. And of course, that's true. Matter of fact, uh, Eric Tolle wrote a book called The Power of Now that really speaks to the value of living in the moment, living in the present. I think we've experienced that before, you know, have, uh, performers do that. When they're in that moment of performing, there's no past, there's no present, there's just the performance. When we're watching them perform or watching a really good movie, we're really in that moment. Unfortunately, I think drugs can do that. I think so. one of the reasons why people take drugs is because it relieves them of the anxiety of the past and the future and has some living in the moment with certain unhealthy uh, consequences, but, uh, you know, it can be a driver. And all that's true, and yet, I'm wondering if there are aspects of the past we want to bring into the present. And I wonder if thinking about the future in a very purposeful way could actually enhance our present moment. There's a quote that I'm sending out to those 5,000 people on my quote list that says, The past is experience. The present is a series of experiments and the future exists as expectation. So we use our experience from the past to inform our experiments in the present in order to create and produce the expectations we want. You know, I like that. It's by Anonymous, by the way, and I like that because what it does is it brings it all together. It brings in our ability to look at the past and say, okay, good information. I see something that uh, happened to me, or I did, or someone did to me, rather than going kind of, oh my God, and ending terrible, or feeling guilty for like shame, we just kind of go, good information. If I did it, and I were doing it again, I would do it differently, and here's how I would do it. It allows us to take our mistakes, or anything that happened to us in the past, and just see it as good information about us, about somebody else, about how we want to stay safe. It allows us to see the present moment as a series of experiments. We're trying things. We're seeing how they work. If we can try them on purpose in a way that we would recommend to someone we love, we're coming from that upper 80% of the brain when we're creating these experiments, and the potential that they will be successful is high. But even if they're not, they lend more good information. And we have some expectations about the future, not how it's supposed to turn out, but how we want to create it what we want to do now that will then inform the future. I like it because it brings in all periods of time into the creative process. Now, it's important to recognize that the present is the only time we can do anything about this. However, looking at the past is good information. Looking at the future in terms of who we want to be, how we want to be. You know, there's a quote that I use in uh, all of my seminars that says, every thought, emotion, and action is a statement about who we are in the present and who we are becoming in the future. Because how we make decisions now informs who we will be in the future. And I'm a big fan of doing that on purpose. Matter of fact, I'm a big fan of making that 
self-definition, defining who we are in the moment and as we move forward, our highest purpose, the most important thing we do. Because when we define ourselves as loving or confident or flexible or knowledgeable or happy or sincere, or whatever adjective, quality you want to embrace, we are automatically coming from that part of the brain, this upper 80% of the brain where our interpersonal skills and problem-solving skills and clarity, confidence, creativity, compassion all reside. So if this appeals to you, I'm going to encourage you to begin to think about the past as experience, good information. What did I learn from that that's going to be helpful in creating the present, these experiments? What am I trying here on purpose in a way that I would recommend to someone I love? And what do I want this to, to be? How do I want to be? How do I want this to turn out? What's my expectation? And how can I bring them all together to make this happen? I hope you're enjoying these videos. I'm having a wonderful time bringing them to you. If you do, please hit the like button. Share them with your friends. You know, Google and YouTube pay a lot of attention to how many folks like it, how many folks share it. If you have a comment on this, if you like it, let me know. If you have a question or a concern, let me know. I always read those and I'll try to respond to all of them. In the meantime, here is to you, bringing more clarity, confidence, and creativity to your past, your present, and your future. And I look forward to seeing you in the next video.